Welcome to Answers from Antioch. You have joined us at the intersection of God's Word and today's world. This broadcast is brought to you by the Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Join us as we examine information that impacts the church, the Christian, and the Christian home. Hello, everyone. Thanks so very much for tuning in today. We are so glad you are here with us as the Answers from Antioch examines through the lens of the Bible what is happening today, getting the right perspective. Hey, let me announce that this coming Sunday is our annual homecoming. Dr. Rayton Puckett, founder of the church, will be with us. We so look forward to having uh, Pastor Puckett with us and Pastor Emeritus here at the church and just excited to have this annual homecoming. Invite all of our friends and folks who have a relationship and a tie to Antioch Baptist Church to come and be with us this Sunday. See Brother Puckett, hear him preach, and just have a great time of homecoming fellowship. Everything gets underway 10 o'clock for our Sunday school and 11 o'clock for the morning worship. Of course, a fabulous meal following the morning worship service here at uh, the church gymnasium. So we'd love to have you come and be part of this special time of worship for the annual homecoming of Antioch Baptist Church. So mark your calendars for that, all right? Hey, let me mention also uh, for one of our sister churches, Belmetis Baptist, this coming Monday is beginning a special uh, group of services, revival meeting, uh, Spiritual Warfare Conference is the name of it. Brother Dewey Williams, the good pastor, invites everyone to attend. And that begins this Monday, going through Wednesday. And the service is at 7 o'clock each night. You'll want to be part of this. Certainly there is a great spiritual warfare going on. We speak about that quite often on this particular program. So Bell Meadows will begin a special conference Monday through Wednesday of next week. And Brother Marvin Smith will be there. All right, let's take a look at some things. That uh, One thing that was tremendously positive and a great blessing is that the Christian flag this week, I believe it was Tuesday, was flown over the Boston City Hall. Yes, it was raised right along with the American flag there at Boston City Hall. And uh, this, it took a battle. It took the U.S. Supreme Court ruling to get that flag there because uh, they were denied to fly the Christian flag, though any other flag could be flown along with the U.S. flag. Uh, then uh, you could fly any other flag, but when a gentleman uh, months ago wanted to fly the Christian flag, why, well, he was denied. So after a U.S. Supreme Court ruling, which ruled that this was wrong for him, the Christian man, to not be allowed to fly the Christian flag when all other flags were allowed, then certainly he could do it, and it was raised this week. And we rejoice in that. It's a victory, my friend, that we see. And we want to certainly celebrate every victory such as this. Let's don't forget that. And, you know, I'm concerned uh, with the movement among political arenas. I said arenas, not one side or the other, but mainly politicians who do not see that the most important thing that they should consider in their vote is, is God pleased with it? 
Does it follow the principles of God's Word? Is it Judeo-Christian ethics that's guiding them, or is it just good for business? We have many that say as long as the economy is going to be benefited, then we're going to vote for thus and so. But now, wait a minute. That's not the real litmus test. The litmus test is, does this follow God's teaching and God's Word, and does this satisfy the ethical law of Almighty God? You see, above the political law, far above the laws of humanity, is the ethical laws of God. And these are always going to supersede any other laws that humans may come up with. When you study the history in God's Word, you study the history of Israel and other nations, you see that as long as they first of all followed what God told them to do, they followed this ethical law, God blessed them in other ways. He blessed them financially and materially. He blessed them with uh, longer lives and health and prosperity as long as they followed his teachings first. But when they went against God's word and what God told them to do, then they failed economically, they failed morally and socially and every other way they failed. And that's what's happening in America. And I'm alarmed by these who do not put first what God says. What brought that to my pretension lately is the fact that we have these uh, individuals who are elected into office uh, and no matter what party they are, they're going to either vote pro-abortion or they're going to vote to protect the uh, homosexual marriage, protect same-sex marriage. You're going to vote for that uh, no matter what their political parties are aligned with because we know this is what we feel like in our minds and hearts is what we ought to do. Instead of what does God say we should do? What does the Bible say we should do? And ladies and gentlemen, the ethical law supersedes any law that man may make. And the first question that a politician ought to ask when they're getting ready to cast a vote on any subject is, what does the Bible say about this? What is God's view on this? And how should we operate with that? And sometimes it will cause them to vote the opposite of perhaps the way their party is going. And it will cause them to take their stand on what God says. And it may be, in the eyes of many, this is bad for the economy for you to do this. But ladies and gentlemen, the economy is not first. God is first. Let us not forget that. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, and all these other things will be added unto you. I'm alarmed by those in the Senate who are saying they're going to support this Respect of Marriage Act, which is the disrespect of marriage, and they're going to vote somehow in order to codify uh, the same-sex marriage. And uh, just seven years ago, they were abhorred by that taking place. But now, all of a sudden, it's okay. No, it's not okay according to God. No, it's not okay according to the Word of God and the ethical law of God. Same thing goes into play here with abortion 
and with any other of the sins that America has so prevalent in our nation and across the world, but we cannot be responsible for what's happening across the world, but we can be responsible for what's happening here. And so I would encourage these politicians. We have some who listen to us, and I appreciate that. I'm glad for our legislators, our representatives, our senators, others who may listen to the program. I would hope you would seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first what does God say in his word. Seek first what God is telling you from his ethical law, and then follow that, regardless of the committee you're on or the party that you're with, you follow God. And ladies and gentlemen, that individual and individuals will be blessed. And so will you. That's the reason it's so very important to know as we cast votes and we're in this election year, as we cast votes, we want to know what God is telling us to do and what we know about an individual and their uh, their purpose, their plan. Uh, can we say also uh, who do they seek and what do they seek uh, when they are beginning to make decisions and going to make decisions. And that is so very important for you and I to know when we cast our vote. So let us not forget, God's first. His word is first. His truth is first. All these other things, good or bad, will come into play. But first of all, we're going to have to please God with our decisions politically with our decisions in our home, our decisions in our church, we have to please God first. Hey, I see my time's gone. God bless you. And visit our website, AntiochBristol.com. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at AntiochBristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.